So I have one question for you. Oh, no, what? Have you got your jab? <laughs> what? Hi, I'm Jack. And I'm Kevin. This is good company in the car. can't help it, the girl can't help it. Have you got your jab? I actually got my last COVID update shot, but you have not. Uh, yes, you, I did. I, I think I'm no, sh- oh, no, we were there together. It. Remember? No, no, no. I've gotten one since I've gotten one. We got one like three weeks ago at the CVS. You said it hurt. I said it didn't hurt. Oh, we did, didn't yeah. we? Mm-hmm. Because I went to Walmart to get mine because I'd gotten all my other ones at Walmart, and they were like, "Oh, well, we can do it, but you got to pay. We got to pay. Yeah, you yeah so we went. But to, if you go to CVS, yeah, they did it for free. And then, so I think I am up to date on all of my COVID. And you got your shingles as well. And I got my shingles, which I haven't as done well. yet. And uh, if you've ever seen someone with shingles. You'll know that it's something you do not want to get. Oh, you want to hear? No, see, okay, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pointing to a mm-hmm. to a piece of art hanging on the wall. Yeah. Do you see the guardian angel thing? I do. That, yeah. That is a Victorian. It's a print, but it's a Victorian print. Is she a shingle? And okay, no, no, no. Now the story behind that's really funny. Okay, that was that hung in my great great grandmother's house. Uh huh. And when my great great grandfather had shingles. Uh huh. My mother would have to go in, you know, she'd get all cleaned up and they'd go in to visit. Uh-huh. And my mom would not look at him. You've told me this story before. Would not look at him and she, she would just look at tell, that painting. She could this this port this picture, it's a guardian angel. It's a it's a pretty known picture. It, yeah. Well, I mean it the looks image. Victorian. It's a it's a guardian angel with two children on a like on like on a cliff, like uh-huh. on the cliff. And the kids are playing and the guardian angel's keeping them safe. And my my mom said there are exactly twenty seven daisies. There are this. she could tell me because she <laughs> would kind of traumatic. She would not look at him because he was covered with yeah, shingles. It's terrible. And she could it was so scary to her, so she wouldn't look at him. She would look at that picture. I only asked because we both have uh, a cold right now, and but it's not the COVID. So well, you actually sound. <laughs> I'm more, a little. I said it's you a little sound worse than I do. Yeah. I uh, knock on. Knock on wood. I went to bed at like <laughs> yeah, you were in bed. Yeah, you sent me a text at like eight thirty. You're like, I'm in bed. I was like, shit, because <laughs> I didn't. If you don't feel good and you you know just go well, to you bed. you 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 say you're going to go to bed early a lot and you actually like eleven thirty. It's because like well, because <laughs> it's so easy for me to get distracted. I plan on going to bed early. Three hours later, yeah, you know, and yep. I'm looking at, you know, dog videos or, or whatever. Yeah, I hear you. you and know. also, just now, I've been watching that stupid Antiques Road Trip. It's not stupid. Well, But it, here it I am looking over there, and you're talking about your Guardian Angel painting. I'm like, it looks Victorian. That's <laughs> great. That's that show, and that's the influence on me. But That's uh, very funny. Uh, you know, I, I get a kick out of it. But, yes, uh, of course. Anyway, so I, I realized something. Uh oh! The interrogation raws, which yes. I've been watching and taking notes on. Yes, I thought those were full episodes. Whoever's doing that, and it says official website on YouTube right. for interrogation raw. There are all of the episodes there. Those are condensed. They're only about a third of the actual full length show. I was watching on the A and E website just now. Right. The episode we're going to cover today. Right. There was a shit ton more of information. Uh, now, okay. So you, you, you good were company me this. in the car, listeners. 
I done told him. I kept saying these don't have I'm, enough. I've been saying, Kevin, mm, these are not I, long enough. I, but I, I, I'm here to tell you, I like it because I can get through the notes on these, reviewing these in a couple of hours, and then it gives you, there's a lot more unknown stuff for you to work with. Well, and true. then when I'm editing. So it's easier for me to watch those full 40... Five minutes and take notes is another. I I don't want to tell you how many hours it is, and it's, then to edit it. I know it. you put so, a lot of work into it. I'm not. I'm just I, giving so, you shit. So, so that's why. I, so that's why I like it. So that's so. But that's what we're gonna do today is another interrogation rock. So I like them. I, I like that you get a lot of just interrogations. Well, it's a lot basically of 911. like like he said. It's a it's a completely streamlined down to the most vital facts of what's going on. Right. It's and an A and E program. Yeah, it's an A and E program, which is it's good. I, you know, yeah. I like the way they do it. But, you know. Okay, so without further ado, season ado. one. Season one. Episode two. Episode two. Tangled Affairs. Tangled Affairs. And this one's fucked up because when I came down. <laughs> They're all fucked up. And you were. They're but all you were, fucked up. Uh, the True Crime Daily did this interview, but we'll, I'm getting ahead of myself. It's Sunday, April 7th, 2013. It's about 10 p.m. in the evening, and we are in Yakima County, Washington, and the sheriffs get a call. <laughs> Hi, ma'am. Um, this is Scott Sunford. Today at 324, 327, and 328, I had three census trips, and I've been out of town with family for a funeral. My wife was home. Okay. Um, I just got home, and the board that I have over my back door has been broken. So somebody has forced their way in, and I haven't heard back from my wife. I need an officer here now. Okay. And what's your wife's name? Desiree Sunford. So when the police get to the house, it kind of looks like a trailer, but I don't think it is. Well, it's... Or a it's, double wide, maybe, that was propped up or something? I think they call them uh, a modular Modular. Homes. It was modular. Yeah. Uh, so there's somebody standing outside shining a spotlight onto the house, and it ends up being Scott Sanford, the guy who's just called in saying he thinks there's something wrong and he's got a pistol with him and he's just standing there waiting for the cops to enter the residence which makes no sense okay now two things yeah one i see 100 percent both sides of this particular situation here is a man who has called home, can't get a hold of his wife. He showed up at his house. He can tell something has happened. There's broken stuff, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. And he doesn't want to go in the house. Now, on my one hand, I understand exactly why he did not want to go in that house. I, you don't know what's in there. Yeah. You have no clue what's going to... I, now, I, the fact that he's 6'4", or something like that, we, he's we'll got a gun. Real, say, we'll get that really quickly, but I couldn't disagree with you more. And then on the left, on the other hand, mm-hmm. he is supposedly concerned about he cannot get a hold of his wife. What I didn't like was he, he said that his security system had tripped that morning at two and three in the morning or whatever. Right. So he knew activity was going on and he couldn't, at that point you get up and you drive to the house. You drive the hour and a half back from the Tri-City area. But we'll get back to there it. Is re- there's some research okay. on that. But, but the fact, so, so, but that was explained away at some point because there were three security system break, breaches at like 3.30, 3.45 right. or something like that in the morning. And it was, he explained it away. Oh, she got up to let the dog out and set the alarm. Oh, okay. So that was that was why he didn't seem that been out of shape about those initial 
right. alarm triggers. Okay. Now, the fact that Kevin just said it looked like a mobile home, uh-huh. it, it was funny to me because I'm like, why do they have an alarm system? Yeah. <laughs> why do they have now, an alarm Now, now. Well, <clears throat> I am being a little, I am being Elitist. Okay, but I'll let you. I'll let you go ahead and then I'll come back to All this. right. So now it's Monday, April 8th, 2013. So it's... He got there Sunday night at about 10. It's now Monday morning. It's 12.05, two and a half hours after his wife was found dead. Detectives bring Scott Sanford in for questioning. Uh, And if you didn't know what had just happened to him, you would have thought they were just discussing a football game. He's not upset. He's not distressed. He Zero emotion. At one point, he chuckles when he makes kind of an inappropriate remark about their sex life. This is Detective David Johnson, not our Dave Johnson from the Elks. Uh, He's retired from the Yakima County Sheriff's. So why not go in the house and check things out and make sure she's okay? Because I was afraid. What were you afraid of? When I saw that back door, I... I just couldn't decide whether whether I, I could deal with what I may or may not see. It didn't make sense that a husband would stand back and not go into the house to see if his wife's hurt or injured. You said you were in the military? Yeah, 13 years. 13 years? Did you get deployed in combat areas? Yeah, we had a couple deployments. Where at? Iraq. Iraq. Well, I'm just thinking, you're a a big guy. You're a 6'4". Somewhere Somewhere up there. 6'4", 250. You've, you've got a firearm on you. You've been in combat. I mean, you've done some serious that most people will never do. Um, so if anyone's going to be willing to go charge it in the house and make sure their wife's okay, it would seem to me that it would be you. So he asked him about his military service, and he says, yeah, I was deployed to Iraq a couple of times. But the investigator can't understand why a six foot four, 31-year-old ex-veteran with a gun is afraid to check on his wife when he finds out that the home has been invaded. It doesn't make any sense. I agree. If you're there, you're concerned, you've got that, throw open the door, find out what's going on. I would never not go in. I, but I... I don't know whether it's age or it's because we do these or whatever, but if I walked up to my front door mm-hmm. and there was broken glasses, I would not go in my house. Uh, if I if my I hadn't been able to contact my wife or my spouse and, and I had a gun and it looked like that and all that, I'm sorry, I would do it. I, I mm, Maybe that's just I, I really I, well, it, it, I truly see both sides. Okay. Well, I truly see both, the te- both sides. The detective is in my camp because he will not let this go. And I guess I'm just a chicken shit. <laughs> <laughs> so now the investigator is asking him about the weekend. He said he went down to the Tri-Cities for a funeral, and the investigator asked him if he stayed with his dad, who apparently lived there, and he says no, and then he says, who'd you stay with? And he says, a friend. And uh, and here comes some nonsense. He hesitates, and she's like, well, who's your friend? And he says it's a female or whatever, Paige or whatever. We learn her name's Paige. And... So here we get some nonsense about his relationship with Paige and is it Desiree, the wife? Desiree. Desiree. Th- their relationship. And at one point, he laughs a little bit and his wife has just been found murdered. So right. this is completely inappropriate. But he's just not showing any emotion, no anger, no sorrow. It's just, just not right. You left Yakima about 0830. 
on Saturday and drove down to the Tri-Cities. Then you stayed at your dad's in Kennewick? No, I actually stayed with a friend, but uh, I, let's see. What's the friend's name? Oh, her name's Paige. She's a mutual friend. Was it uh, just a platonic friendship or were you, did you have well, an actual relationship with Paige? You know, I shouldn't go there because it's kind of rude, but, uh, well, Des didn't want me to say anything to anybody, but at one point, her and Paige had a, a little thing going for a while there, a little experiment. Okay, so it was, so, <laughs> it was Desiree and Paige who had the sexual relationship? Yeah. And, but not you and Paige? Or sometimes, we all did. Sometimes you and Paige, too. Honestly, we all did. We learn the other woman is 23-year-old Paige Blades, and she is Scott Sunderland's mistress. And you heard him chuckle when they talk about the three of them having sex. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. And But see, but now I'm not in any way defending this dude. He's a weirdo. Yeah, he's weird. He's a weirdo. He is weird. Okay. So now they decide they're going to try to use cell phone pings, which is really a game changer these days, to see if they can put Scott anywhere near the crime scene when he said he was down on the Tri-Cities, because they only have Paige saying, oh, he was with me the entire night. And if, each... he was, if he was in my apartment, he was in my bed. That was from one of your that supplemental from, uh, ones. That was from my research. So as far as they can tell, he actually stayed in the Tri-Cities that Saturday night. So now we jump forward. It's gone 14 months. It's Saturday, July 20th, 2014. Is it, it's, 15 minutes and 15 minutes, really, 15 months and really nothing's because gone. Because they're like, within three hours, they have the guy at the police station and everything comes to a screeching halt because they just don't have anything there's a there. rock, rock solid alibi of the two of likely the two suspects. Most likely su- yes, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, it makes sense, but it doesn't make it. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. yeah and I, I hate it when cases go cold. They're like, but you know who did it? How did it? go cold how the fuck did this go cold we keep investigating it's right there exactly they get a tipster you know the the tipster line that national tipster line somebody calls in and says the person that shot desiree was marty grismer and surprise surprise the phone number is traced back to page so they bring her in and here's her interview marty was my best friend marty and i started dating for a little bit until he found out about scott and I told him I couldn't see him anymore. He's the one that got me the house. He bought my car outright with cash. He pays my insurance. He's done my grocery shopping. He's taken very well care of me. At one point, I believe she told us that he just worshiped the ground she walks on, like he was obsessed with her. He asked me if I wanted him to take care of this new woman like he did Des. And I asked him what he was talking about. And apparently he decided that if the baby was Scott's like it was supposed to be, then Desiree would cause issues. Oh my God. It's just, oh. It's weird as fuck. <laughs> She's weird. So I just said he's weird. He is weird. That Paige photo, is yikes. weird. They're hey, all weird. They are, though. Supplementary. They're all weird. It's a There's bunch of weirdos. With all of them. So she's just saying she let this guy, Marty, pay for everything for her. He's like her sugar daddy. Paid her rent, found her an apartment, hey, paid her You can't blame her for that now. And um, 
She said she didn't even have sex with him. So he's doing it. He's paying for all this. <laughs> so when uh, when he finds out about Scott, Paige says she can't see Marty anymore. So I guess they were just hanging out, but she's like, you can't do that. It's very unclear what's going on there. So now it's October 29th, 2014. And detectives are investigating all three suspects, Paige, Scott, and Marty. They get a new lead from Grismer's employer. Um, We see that unfortunate photo of Marty. They find some gun parts in Marty's workplace at his job. We learn later that Paige dropped dime on him. It doesn't make make much sense. But anyway, here, here we go. The sheriff's office received a phone call from one of the other managers who was cleaning where Marty had his office and found a bag of gun parts. So our team immediately drove to Moses Lake, recovered the gun parts, and took them directly to the crime lab to have them examined. It was determined that this barrel was on the gun used to kill Desiree Sunford. So the police have run ballistics on that barrel, and it's Thursday, November 13th, 2014, and the police have brought Marty Grismer in for questioning. They already know that the gun fired the bullets that killed Desiree, and they very skillfully escalate the interview, asking him a question to here and there, and then they're like, we know for a fact, Marty, that pistol was the one used in the murder. Were you two involved in a sexual relationship at one time? Not exactly, no. We just fooled around a bit on the early on, but I was taking care of things really financially. Fixing up a house, fixing up a plumbing, finding a place to live, moving our butt in there. Moving stuff out of storage for her when the bills were running out on them. I've tried to be there for her because I wanted a relationship with her. She's like a moth to a flame. I kept going back and trying to help her, even after her own mother told me probably shouldn't be her friend. Did you ever offer to kill Desiree Sunford for Paige? No, I haven't. I've never offered to kill anyone for anything. It's not in my nature. Have you ever discussed killing her with Paige? Did she ever ask you to kill Desiree Sanford? No. Paige is saying that you are the one who shot and killed Desiree Sanford. She said that you confessed that to her. And she came in and gave a tape statement to that effect. Can't believe that she's doing that. I mean, didn't kill anyone. She's pinning the on me. You work at Basic American Foods, and they said that you were suspended from work for having gun parts at work. Can you tell me about that? What kind of gun parts are we talking about? I had a gun barrel that I left there. A gun barrel? Yeah. Okay. Where it gets even worse for you is this gun barrel that we've been talking about. That's the gun barrel that was in the gun that killed Desiree Sunford. I've already retrieved that gun barrel from Basic American Foods, and I've already had the ballistic analysis done on it. And the slugs that were pulled from Desiree's body came from that gun. After everything you've done for her, after all the money, blood, sweat, tears, and love that you gave to her, and she turned around and you over. I know. So that interview only lasted about an hour and 40 minutes before the whole thing collapsed. I'm sitting here with my shoulders up because it's just such a bizarre, like the way we said they're all weird. He's weird too. Very weird. And he's like, well, yes. And no, yes. And he, the way he's answering and the way he's answering, he, he's, it's just, 
It got weirder, it too. It just kept getting weird. Yeah, it was and weird. And those other, and I came in and you were watching some other shows about it, and all of the other interviews and the information that wasn't included in this. Oy. So, in exchange for having his charges reduced to second-degree murder, he makes a special agreement. He takes the old Alfred plea. Where Kevin you acknowledge, loves that one. Kevin loves that There's enough evidence to put him away. So he's sentenced to 15 years in state prison. We later learn that he has up to a year to change his mind about that and take the uh, go to court. So I don't understand this next part. Scott and Paige are never charged with anything. When they clearly knew something was going on, I feel when Scott got to that house and wouldn't go in, and he was completely unemotional about when she was killed, none of that made, that to me said he knew something was going on, and I just don't get it. Well, okay, so now here's where it, this is, it just gets weirder, people. It just gets weirder. Yeah. So it, in my research, I found another thing with Paige being interviewed. And she said that she had lived with them, and they had a California king bed, Mm -hmm. and the three of them slept together and had a polyamorous relationship. She slept with her, he slept with her, she slept with him, they slept with each other. Now, I'm not... Good for them. Uh-huh. They never work, but good for them. Yeah. Good for them. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that, that that makes them happy. Now here, Paige is telling us that this, that this guy, uh, Marty, Marty has bought her a car, put her up in an apartment, uh-huh. pays her bills, mm-hmm. and they're not having sex. Yeah. Now here's the other thing in my research. Marty got married to a to another woman. Mm-hmm. Paige was his best man. Yeah. It. It's, it's it's weird. Just, it's, it's so just, weird. Every time it gets there's another and it, none of it's like super crazy spike weird. It's just weird, weird, weird. And oh, they inter- here's some more weird. They weird, interviewed weird, weird. Desiree's mother, and there's like there's no way she would have done that. Desiree, she would never have done that. But now Desiree's mother was it was it was interesting because your mother. Let's face it, your mother's your parents you. don't know everything. Yeah. So. She was saying that Desiree had worked hard. She was a good, uh, she was uh, well liked. She was uh, appreciated. Yeah, everybody loved her. She was smart. She went to school. She got good grades. She was a teacher and loved by the community. However, she wanted a Harley Davidson motorcycle and was a a motor mama. Yeah, she had a bit of a wild side to her. On her side. So so that's. Maybe she had to let that in. There's a little craziness with her and um, the husband's name is Scott. Scott. Her and Scott have got a little craziness going on with their motorcycles. And they live out in the middle of freaking nowhere so they can cruise and go places. So, you know, because Paige gets pregnant. And Scott is led to believe that it's his baby, so that's why Marty goes and kills Desiree, because he thinks Desiree is going to screw up the baby for Paige. We later learn that Paige is hoeing around, and it's not even Scott's baby. So literally, Marty, according to Paige, Marty confessed to her that he killed Desiree to get her out of the way so that she and Paige Scott could and have a Scott baby together. could be happy together. Yeah. Now think about the levels of weird in that. St- and he claims that that wasn't true. They did find a bloody footprint at the crime scene, that and it matched, matched one of his. Shoes. Matched his. Now, and he, he did have the gun. In my research, 
um, somebody had tried to break into their home a couple, a couple of weeks, of weeks pre- previous yeah. to this incident, right. which is why they got the security system. Okay. So I'm assuming the security system was, this was in 2014? Yeah. Like yeah, 2014. So it probably was, you know, uh, motion censored, all that kind of stuff. Okay. They probably didn't have video cameras. They probably just had the light sensors that... that I would t- think if they'd had it, we'd have seen it. Right. So the house was very isolated, so it would not have been difficult for someone to sneak up or I do anything. I wonder if they've ever seen Bigfoot. That's well, Bigfoot country. I know. Is it? That's, that's what I'm thinking. I would have lived in a modular home that sits three foot off the ground that something could live under in the middle yeah, of the country. Yeah, look out at night no and just see Bigfoot way. out there. No. You know what I mean? In your nightmares, and it's just coming for you. In Washington State. And that, no oh, and that walk. That, oh. So very um, funny. So anyway, um, we were watching another some follow up on this, and this guy Marty called the True Crime uh, Daily people and said, uh, "I'm innocent. I was duped, and I'm not so." He this was 2014, so he clearly did not change his mind and take a trial, uh, right, take it to trial, right, right. and he's going to be eligible for parole in 2018. So anyway, Scott and Paige are not together. Yes. Paige has gone her merry way. Paige said she actually sent nude pictures of herself to Marty at one point. And the interviewer was like, you don't consider that sexual? She's like, I sent them to a lot of people. I sent them to Scott's dad. I'm like, yes. did you fool around with Scott's dad? She's like, yeah. We fooled around, but we didn't really have sex. We didn't have sex, but we fooled around. around. Which, you know, with then, her definition of sex, it's, I don't know. This is this is the part of that that didn't make sense to me. They never referred to her by name in this... In, in this other one. In this they other, called her the, this other thing. Mistress. And she was wearing a blonde wig. To try to hide it. her identity. It was ridiculous. And she's then, ridiculous. She's ridiculous. There, she, she And the whole time, she I, fake the whole cried time at one I was point. thinking to myself, if I had somehow accidentally... Okay, let's just say... You accent, you're dating someone and you don't know all this other weird shit's going on yeah. that you're unaware of. Uh-huh. And bam, somebody dies, something happens, and all of a sudden you're in the news simply because you're dating that other person. Yeah. Would that's, you call? Would you allow yourself to be interviewed? No, but that's not even close to what happened here. I know, you know? but that's what I'm saying. But she, she, at one point, she, she, the, she and Marty, the interviewer, was like, you and Marty used to have a hobby of uh, trying to figure out the perfect murder, right? Well, Marty, the guy who ended up killing her, is like, yeah. And it's like, how you would pull off the perfect murder. He's like, don't you think that's a bit odd? Aren't hobbies more like you know golf or origami? And she's <laughs> like, no. And But there were just well, so many well, other I things. Hate, listen. I've said this to you many times before. Oh, I know. Good company the in the car. Murder. I sit. I sit and think about that shit all the time. Oh, that'd be a good place to hide a body. Yeah, oh, right. that'd be. <laughs> I forgot who I was talking to. <laughs> so I'm not all holding right. that against her, but anyway, anybody had, but Jack. She was really weird. Yeah, she, she was. was really, really and weird. very like, weirdly promiscuous and, and she, very. She was enjoying the. the she's very the much a narcissist or something. Yeah, she's, she's a narcissist for yeah. sure. So I I feel very sorry for how many how many lives people impacted, how yeah. many lives were impacted by the death of this woman. Yeah, because if 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 the husband had nothing to do with it. He did. Which, which I, we don't, I, you know. I think everybody has blood on their hands. They, right. And and that's what the mother said. Yeah. She's but she's mother, also said karma's a the bitch. The mother the said mom. karma's a bitch and she's got your number. Come and get your ticket or something she's got, like that. Yeah. She's got your number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's, you know, the the poor mother, you know, whose health is Very poor health. Was looking, you know, this this daughter was going to help her in yeah. her older age. Yeah. And just, oh, it's just so many lives are destroyed because of this. And n- there is no visible 
like it doesn't seem like it was for money it doesn't seem like it was for there's it's no very senseless it, 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 it's just basically somebody didn't want her around yeah so yeah. it's it's a very 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 yeah. very messed up situation. so anyway there was no i don't know there may be justice for desiree someday, i couldn't but find not. anything else about scott scott i couldn't find anything else about scott he seems to have disappeared as soon as he found he out moved he, away i know he as moved soon away. as he found out he was not the father of the child that paid yeah, he was left having, the area he left he got here so. so maybe he didn't have anything to do with anything and he was believing page and page had because i'm always hoping for that yeah you know, hope for the best he didn't i don't know, know the fact that he wasn't upset at all when he got interrogated right I, after he found I, her dad you know how I mean, you he, always you but would, not at all you no, and i was, always talk about this oh, oh, oh in my research there was video of him uh, in, talking to himself talking to don't himself don't think about your wife don't Could, think of your wife i think he was on the autism scale autism scale i don't know uh, i i we'll give him the benefit of the doubt that's what you said that's what when you get with these people that aren't that don't fall into the norm you don't know i don't know because and i'm going to go back to this again and i i can't help myself he's standing outside the house on one hand his wife has not answered the phone or whatever, and he did not go in the house. And on the other side, he's waiting for the cops because he wants the cops to go in. I can honestly say that if I was in a similar situation, I do not know if I would bust into the house or not. Okay, well, we will close this out with there are two kinds of people. (laughs) And... Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for everybody. Fine. I look in, like the bad guy. Thanks for everybody in New York, especially, and in Oregon. That We, we just got a lot of folks in those oh, two states. Thank you I very just... much, New York and Oregon. So thank you for listening. Thank you very much. Au revoir, ways. Au revoir. Wait, try or- that again. Au revoir, ways. That's a wrap. Yeah.